Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard, and today we have an, a unique guest in some ways, just because she is not a parent, and we'll go into that a little bit more in this podcast, but I'm really excited about what she does. So, Emery, can you introduce our guest for us? Um. Yes. Also, hi, everybody. Um. So, our guest is Dr. Bay Laurel, um, but Dr. after Dr. Wh- Bay, Dr. Laurel Mines, sorry, (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah, Dr. Laurel Mines, and um, so, uh, but there's lots of different types of doctors, so Laurel, what type of doctor are you? Yeah, so I am Dr. Laurel Mines, I am a physical therapist, so I have my doctor of physical therapy, and I'm also a mental performance coach for athletes, and I love that you brought up the Bay Laurel Athletics. That's my company. And Bay Laurel is actually the leaves that made up the wreaths for the champions in the Roman and Greek games. So the Bay Laurel is a symbol of a champion. Oh, that's so cool. I love finding out how people came up with like their logo and their business name. That is awesome. That That's an awesome logo. And I can see the... Um, brief on your screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that up, Emery. So is there any questions right off the bat, Emery, that you have before I dive into some of my questions? Well, um, first, like what type of doctor, like what is your work exactly? So, so yeah, that's like, a great question medical, for des- dentists, like uh, um, diseases, like just so, all sorts of different types. Yeah. So, I uh, so I'm a physical too. therapist. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to point out, I really like this question too, because yes, you use the word physical therapist. I knew right away what that was. But one of the reasons why I love having Emery on the show, kids on the show, is because they ask questions that uh, for me, I'm like, oh, that's right. Not everybody knows what that is. So anyways, please go in a little bit, Laurel, of what a physical therapist is and what age group you also focus on? Yeah, so I got my doctor of physical therapy um, degree from the Massachusetts General Hospital Institute in Boston. I've been practicing um, physical medicine for 12 years now. And physical therapists typically treat injured people of all different kinds. I just focus on athletes. So I do do rehabilitation, rehabbing injuries when you're injured or have pain. I also do physical performance training, even if you don't have pain to really see, like close the gap from where you are to where you can really perform at your peak. And if there's any deficits within there, where you are to where you really want to perform physically, we close those gaps so that you can perform at your peak and then elevate your performance from there. And then what's unique about me that a lot of physical therapists don't do is the mental performance or the mindset training. 
So I think of your mind as I call it the mind muscle. It's not really a muscle, but I say it's a mind muscle because just like a muscle that you can train and develop and it gets stronger, you can also train and develop your mind to get stronger. And it can make really a big difference in how you operate, like in your sport, but also in your life. And even for for young people, they can also, I mean, they're always training their mind because, you know, young people, their job is to, well, they have two jobs. One is to have fun and the other one is to learn. So they are training their mind muscle a lot, but I do very specific training for athletes, but it also filters into their life as well and gives them really good skills for their life. I see kids as young as about nine years old, and then it kind of goes up from there. Um, I don't always mark to really young kids, but if there's a need arises, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to help them if there's a need. So I have a lot of young eight, nine, 10 years old that are like reaching out to me. So I'm just going to help them where there is a need for that. Yeah. I love that. And it's, Um, it's true too, that with kids, um, I don't feel like a whole lot of people focus on their athletic abilities and some of the stories that you shared um, in a other conversation that we had before coming on the show that really helped me see just how much um, you don't have to be, super into sports to really benefit from uh, physical therapy and the mindset that you were talking about. So yeah, what were you going to say, Amy? Um, Just that I liked that phrase where like the mind muscle, because we actually use like things like that all the time. Like, but uh, my brother has ADHD. So like my mom will show him, okay, not only do you have to be strong, but you also have to be kind or like just help uh, not tackle your sisters maybe um so uh um just so that like so she says like um just like how you need to exercise your muscles you need to exercise your brain so just things like that so it's it I I like fun to find the similarities huh yeah it is yeah so yeah um what got you into all of this how did you even start out with physical therapy So I went to undergrad um, thinking that I want to be a medical doctor and I went through my whole undergrad as like pre-med and then I graduated grad school and it's like, I don't want to be what I call a pill pusher. And I'm not saying that all doctors are pill pushers, but there is this whole pharmaceutical um, influence on the medical industry. And it just wasn't, wasn't calling me as strongly as I thought it was at first. And then I just kind of made up my mind one day, like, oh, physical therapy looks good. Um, And I have the science background already for it. So I applied to school, you know, and ended up doing that. And early on in my career or in like, like in my internship, um, I got really exposed to pain science. And what I found fascinating was pain was almost more of an, um, like mental and emotional experience than a physical experience. And so I started, you know, kind of coaching people around their pain, like pretty much as soon as I graduated. 
And I could see the coaching them around the mental, emotional aspect of their pain, along with the physical. I mean, there is a physical component. I'm not saying it's all mental, but when I started coaching them with the physical therapy, it was just a really great combination and really helped people to get better and get better a lot faster. So I'm going to kind of intertwine my story a little bit and we're going to rewind a little bit before college and grad school. I was an athlete in high school. I played varsity tennis and um, I was on a competitive cheerleading team. I did go on to win a national championship in competitive cheerleading. That's amazing. Yeah. And when it was kind of early in high school before I could drive, my parents were divorced and my dad would had nights that he was going to pick me up right from practice. And there were nights that he would just be late, like 20 minutes late, 30, 40, like an hour late. I'm standing there in the dark and the cold. And this is right before cell phones were really a thing. So I couldn't just call him up Uh and say, dad, where the heck are you? You know? And so I'm just standing there, like, I'm kind of like embarrassed. And I had this experience, like, oh, there's something about me that I need to be more or better so that he makes me a priority and then he'll kind of make me a priority over work and then come pick me up on time and he won't make the work the priority or whatever else. So that's what I did. I went on to be more and better in my life and I went on to be more and better and more and better and I chased the more monster. Um, for a long time, for like, say like two decades of my life, I chased this more monster. And then um, I actually did some work around it, some personal development work around um, this stuff and kind of what was holding me back in life. And what I discovered from doing this work is that my young developing brain was like really collapsing things and making a filter for me to like live my life. And the filter consisted of, you know, my self-worth with my dad's time management problems with his love for me. So when I was able to kind of uncollapse all of that, I could realize that I am the generator of my life and myself and who I am in the world. And then I can deal with my dad's time management problems. I can deal with those separately. And then I could also deal with, I can have this really loving relationship with my dad who actually loves me so much, but I was just collapsing his time management with his love for me and then myself. So when I uncollapse that, like I can show up like really powerfully in my life and deal with all of these situations and really find that I can generate myself and I can have this loving relationship with my father and I can deal powerfully with what there is to deal with around his time management problems, right? That he still has today, which is fine. And it gave me just like all of this freedom. And like, I just wanted to share it with other people. And I wanted to share it with young people like me to take these filters off your life and to live really powerfully. And with the physical therapy, the combination, I can do it through sports and athletes. Yeah. I love that story. Thank you for sharing it because it's true when people like time management, that's their own 
own problem, own issue, own thing, but it's so easy to connect it to, oh, the reason they do X, Y, Z is because of me doing this or I'm not enough here. And and so taking those filters off really helps you to live a, an abundant life of full of joy and full of fulfillment in, internally. And I'm, I'm sure that that helps in the, the sports world and <laughs> being able to be an athlete that you want because you're not bogged down by all of the internal garbage that just Mm -hmm. weighing you down constantly. So what a beautiful story. So then, oh, sorry, Emery, were you going to say? I I was just wondering um, what uh, she was, uh, how she um, decided she wanted, like how she found out and kind of decided how, why she wanted to be um, a physical therapist. So was there something specifically about physical therapy that was inspiring to her? Uh, Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like the healing and the medicine, all that stuff. And I love like moving my body and being active and, you know, not just an athlete, but being active and moving my body. So like the science of like moving my body and, you know, I like science too. And I like brain science and neuroscience. So that really brought me to choosing the physical therapy and it was so the right decision for me like it's been fulfilling in so many different ways and if you don't mind I want to kind of go back to my story just a tad if that's okay yeah definitely go for it yeah so I know a lot of people like a lot of parents might be listening to this podcast and saying like well I'm a great parent I don't leave my kid. I pick my kid up on time. I don't have that problem. I'm a really good parent. And like, you really are a good parent. You really are. There's no doubt about it. And my dad was a good parent too. I just couldn't see it. But I wanted to share with you one of my clients. Um, she's She was 10 years old and she's an athlete. And she had an experience with her parent that her dad told her that he see you're you're a champion. That's what he tells her. You're my little champion. And she her experience of her dad being really loving and caring and supporting. Hey, you're my champion. Yay, way to go. I'm here to support you. The experience that she had, you know, as her young developing brain is developing is my dad calls me a champion. If I don't win the championship, then I'm not a champion. And he's not proud of me and he doesn't love me. And now I need to go work hard and be a champion. If I'm not a champion, then I don't have love and support from my family and my dad and the world around me. So Mm -hmm. like, even if you're like a great parent, super supportive, you never know what's going to be really collapsed in these experiences as you're young, you know, as your child develops in these different areas. And you can tell your kid all day long, hey, I'm your dad, you are a champion. If you're not a champion, like I'll still love you. You can tell your kid that all day long. But what I do, there's like this discovery process, like that your your child is actually discovering something from within. And that's where like there's this transformation and this really power comes from that sh- this client discovered for herself that if I show up and do my best, I'm proud of myself. Oh, 
if I show up and do my best, my parents are proud of me. My family's proud of me. My coach is proud of me. And she was able to generate that. And we also transformed her relationship with failure. Like what does, if, if I don't, if I don't win the championship, then what, what does that mean? And how can I use this failure as my friend to then go in and continue to succeed in life outside of this pressure that I have to perform to get love in the world. Yeah. So you just never know how it's going to show up and it doesn't really minimize you as a parent at all. There's tons of great parents out here and it's just the way the brain works and the mind develops in these young people. And we do it in our adult life too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Definitely. Well, and I really appreciate you bringing that up because um, something that I'm passionate about that I wish was just known globally that it seems to have left our society so much is the lens of parents seeing their kids and how their kids feel, how they think, how they react as a lens of how they're doing as a parent. And it's not, that's not what's happening. So it doesn't matter. There's so many gurus out there that say, you need to talk exactly this way. You need to say these things when they're feeling this, you need to express yourself always in this kind of very specific language. And just like you gave the example of that doesn't work. That's not the answer because no matter how perfectly you say something or how positive you might be, your child is a human being who is trying to put their own world together. And so being able to take off all the filters of trying to see themselves through other people's eyes and learning how to um, really understand the world through their own lens is, is where the magic happens because it will never happen with you saying just the right and perfect thing as a parent. <laughs> That's not what. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing today is it's really tough to be a kid. Yeah. Would you agree, Emery? Is it tough sometimes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the reason that it's tough is because of this world of technology that we live in. There's so many great things about technology, but we're inundated and influxed with this information coming in at such rapid paces that our brains are trying to um, um, deal with all of this influx and information, like so much more than we've ever had to deal with this as human beings before in the past. And the influx of information that we're getting isn't even based in reality. And that's what's even more hard for our kids today is they're seeing all this stuff on the internet and through their, these different filters that look like all these fantasies that kids think are actually reality. And so they're actually judging themselves against this, these fantasies that are being put together and like, you know, yeah. this information giving to kids. So they're really having to try to see like they're, they're comparing themselves to like all this fantasy world and they can't even distinguish. I mean, we as adults can't even distinguish what's real and what's like, what's in reality and what's not in reality. And I also help kids like to be able to deal with that influx of information and actually generate themselves in the world and to be able to deal with the world in the reality of it and not the fantasy of it and be able to show up very powerfully in light of that influx of 
constant information and processing all of that. Yeah. And the the topic of like reality and the influx of reality is such an interesting one, um, just because it's hard to say, like, it's hard for me to say that there's no, there's no definite reality, because we all know that there is definite truth, there's definite principles, like things. But what I've under come to understand in my own growing experience is basically in our own perception of reality, our own experience, we might think that somebody um, said something because they're frustrated with us and their own reality is they weren't even thinking about how they said it. They were just frustrated with something entirely different and they blew a gasket around you and you happened to get the brunt of it and they had no idea that you even felt that. And so it's just really interesting um, to really be able to understand your own reality and base that on truth, base that on um, guiding principles that you don't have to constantly be worried about. What are other people thinking? Am I doing this right in their eyes? Like you're actually able to have that gauge internally and being able to give that gift to kids is so powerful. And that's something that I have seen over and over with our own kids where um, like Emery, she has had to stand up towards adults and bullies and different people. And she's, very capable of standing her own ground. So I, I love the work that you're doing and empowering kids, empowering athletes, because it's definitely, definitely needed right now to not just be focused on the physical aspect, but the mental one too. So for the parents who are listening, and I know so many people are going to want your help because they care about their bodies, they care about their kids' bodies. What's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Yeah, so you can get in contact with me with, contact with me through my website. It is, I'll give you the short link for it. I'm um, continuing to work on website development, but the short link is bit.ly forward slash capital B, capital L, athlete in lowercase letters, A-T-H-L-E-T-E. You can also email me if you want. Um, It's dr, and then my name, L-A-U-R-E-L-M-I-N-E-S-P-T. So Dr. Laurel Mines PT at gmail.com. And I did want to just comment um, on what we were just talking about. And, you know, I'm helping kids deal with, you know, reality outside of, you know, being influxed with this fantasy world that the internet kind of lays upon them. But in the same time, we're not inhibiting their creativity and them creating you know, fantasies to like learn and play and develop in their lives in like a healthy way. So there, there is this balance to um, be able to create versus compare that we take into account too. And when you said Emory has done a really good job of like showing up really powerfully in life, that's what I help kids do. I help them show up powerfully in their sport and in their life, no matter what they're dealing with, no matter if their coach is angry and like punching the wall. I've dealt with kids with coaches like that. (laughs) And um, yeah, so it's like, do you just want a nicer coach or do you want your kid to actually be able to deal with anything that they're up against in life? Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I totally agree. Once you give kids like the frame of reference of reality, then it actually seems to uh, spark this new kind of creativity where they're able to create in the real world the dreams that they had 
that they it, it just seems so out of reach when you don't have that frame of reference so beautifully said i love it yeah. thank you laurel for coming and thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you all next time bye thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home if you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to wandahoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.